0: I'm Emily Bright. This is Minnesota Now. We've been following Minnesota's efforts to distribute $568 million in opioid settlement money from drug and pharmacy companies. The idea is that this money funds programs that reach people who are struggling with substance use disorder, and the need is dire. Overdose deaths doubled from 2019 to 2020, and they disproportionately affect Black and Native American people in Minnesota. Today, we're going to zoom in on one organization that is receiving settlement dollars to find out what they are doing to try to help. St. Louis County, which includes Duluth as well as more rural counties, has a higher rate of overdose compared with the state as a whole. The county is set to eventually receive more than $17 million in settlement money. They already have about $2 million to spend. The organization receiving the largest sum in this first round is called Housing for Inmates. Its goal is to provide housing and support to formerly incarcerated people. Its founder, Richard Howell, is on the line to tell us more. Hi, Richard. Hi, how are
1: you? today.
0: I'm good. How are you? Great. Thank you. You received $300,000 from the county and you purchased a building. How does it feel to move forward on your plans like
1: that? It's very exhilarating. I feel that I finally have an opportunity to give back. And this was phenomenal to me about this.
0: Well, I want to hear all about your plans for this property, but first, let's back up and talk about your story, because you have direct experience that's really important here. You moved to Duluth after being released from prison in 2009, right?
1: Well, actually, I was already residing in Duluth when I was incarcerated. But when I was released, I had to finish out my parole in the state of commit, which was Duluth, Minnesota. And upon my release, I found one of the obstacles of getting adequate housing and a job related to my uh, incarceration or my felony background. And with that being said, previous to me going to prison, uh, I was a drug dealer and user, and I wanted to do something different this time. I wanted to be accountable for my actions. I wanted to be able to the men, the fence that I had tore down literally in the community. So I decided upon being rejected so many times for a decent job and uh, housing, I came up with the idea of housing for inmates. And I found that a portion of my giving back consisted of being an outspoken advocate for those. Barriers that people are continuously suffering every day.
0: Moving forward, as you said, you started this nonprofit a few years back to connect people who are released from prison with housing. But you didn't have a building back then. So what were you doing to help?
1: Well, actually, I was doing so well in the community. Um, a gentleman named Peter Edmonds of uh, New Mexico had a, a fourplex apartment complex that he was trying to get rid of. And he allowed me to uh, build my Housing for Inmates program up out of that building. And in doing that, I was able to connect with Parole Office, uh, Source Solutions here in Duluth, Minnesota, uh, other nonprofit organizations. I had an officer named Mike Erickson on my board of directors at the time, who helped me to be able to get into the community. And I advocated for ban the box. After a certain time, after the three years was up, uh, Mr. Edmonds asked, would I purchase the property? Well, of course, I didn't have the resources or the financial backing backing at the time to accomplish that. So I, I let the organization go dormant for a moment.
0: Okay. And now will this new money allow you to purchase a new building or build one or go back to that same one?
1: No. This is the beauty about this. Catherine Mueller, my grant writer, came up with the idea to apply for this grant. And in doing so, I have another friend who is a realtor. We went into negotiations on a triplex and purchased that property April the 27th. Right now, we're in remodeling of the property and doing some changes.
0: What's your vision for this housing?
1: I want it to be spectacular. I want it to be a gateway for people to face their challenges and come out with a better perspective than they ever had before their incarceration. I want them to be able to gain an insight on relationships, family reunification, responsibility, and true reality. I want to do my best to give them opportunities that they didn't have in the past.
0: Well, I think that is really beautiful. How many people will you be able to house, and how long do you anticipate they'll stay?
1: <clears throat> the house, like I say, is under renovation right now, and... um Will be able to once it's completed, offer six bedrooms, one individual to each room, because I want them to have that space to grow, and their stay would be twelve months to hopefully fourteen, giving them the extra time to if they couldn't get all the ducks in a row by that time, then they'll probably be able to stay a little longer until they get. Foundationalized in community.
0: In addition to setting people up with a room of their own, are there other kinds of resources or help that you want to be sure to connect people with while they're there?
1: Yes. One of the programming is Health Realization. I know a, a lot of people that are coming out either have uh, drug addiction, alcoholism, or some, even some mental health issues. I've Work with, uh, well, I collaborate with SOAR for job entry programs. They have a reentry program. That's absolutely beautiful. Um, they also offer school trainings. Um, I work with parole to be able to make sure we have accountability. I work with uh, HDC to be able to help them in finding reasonable housing, adequate housing. Um, I'm trying to get something uh, situated with the county to be able to give them those uh, needs, little financial needs, nothing great, and some medical assistance. And I want to work with the community action as far as some of them wanting to go into a trade. They have a construction training program there and they also have a siege program uh, if if people are like outdoorsy and want to do plant trees learn all about the trees and uh, keeping the environment clean so those are just a few that i have in mind for right now
0: how is this different from a halfway house
1: well the halfway houses offer you one thing shelter and get out And that's not very inspirational. I think that if you want someone to be a productive citizen, they have to have something to to gravitate to, to look forward to. And for me to be released and go into a halfway house, all I have to do is be back on time, leave on time. And you know, it's it's not addressing the issues of each individual. I want to help a person build a foundation again because as you know leading up to incarceration i tore down and damaged a lot of bridges and feelings so when i come out what do i really have nothing no one trusts me no one believes in me i want to be able to bridge that connection again allow people to be able to reconnect with themselves to be able to reconnect with the
0: community. So how close are you to being able to open?
1: I feel a couple of months now. Yeah, I said a couple of months. We had to actually get a new roof. And one of the apartments was flagged and we didn't know why it was flagged until the insurance company stepped in and um, told us that the electrical panels were not updated. So we did wound up getting another grant in to be able to fix fix the electrical panels. So we're getting the roof, the electrical panels, and I, I would give it two or three months.
0: Well, Richard, I wish you great success on the opening of your building and on the continued work that you do. Thanks for your time today.
1: No, thank you. I greatly appreciate the opportunity to let people understand that The struggle is real, and a lot of things that we do in life, we seldom take accountability for, but still doesn't mean we're not good people. we made bad choices. We're not bad people. And sometimes those choices can be rectified and changed and turned over if given the opportunity.
0: That's a good word from Richard Howell, the founder of the nonprofit Housing for Inmates in Duluth and a community construction crew manager for Community Action Duluth.